You alone are a groupie and you enjoy your run Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be So welcome to the world that fun they run community If you're 17, 25, push it in And for the final time in Series 10, it's podcast time. But unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your opinion of a certain tiny dancer, uh, Matt's not here. Matt's not here. And I'll tell you why Matt's not here. He's off gallivanting across the ocean, trying to find a certain statistician and bring him back from a deserted (laughs) island. But don't worry. We've upgraded. We've got an improvement. We've got a better speaker. Better looking, definitely taller, an absolute <laughs> legend of the Fartlek family, uh, helping me in this opening segment today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 10, Episode 10 of the What the Fartlek Podcast. My name's Rob. And I'm Finley. Hey up, Finn. How we doing, mate? Good. Good. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. Um what, 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 I mean, you are doing it for a reason. I, I mean, I love chatting to you anytime, but if anyone doesn't know who you are, just in relation to this week's guest, just remind people who you are. So I am with my, I am mummy, I, my um, mum is Hayley Morgan and she, we run together at Park Run. You and, do it, you do. Go on, sorry, carry on. And uh, yeah, us, yeah, we just like do park runs like every Saturday. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So you're a, you're a runner yourself, and of course, uh, Haley, your mum, is going to be our guest on the show a little bit later. So we thought, why not? And and you're a you're, you're a hardened and old school listener to the podcast as well, aren't you? You're uh, yeah, yeah you, you like a bit of what the fart like. Yeah. Good man. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Now listen. You do listen to the podcast. I know you listen to the podcast. So I know that you know that there's something that happens around now that Matt gets wrong all the time, right? Yeah. So do you reckon you can do a better job than him? I know you can do a better job than him. Can you tell us what is on the show today? Yeah. We we have a entry pack and exciting show to finish the series 10 strong we'll be talking about our weeks running and rob is catching up with his old friend ricky ultra from ultra about their new brand and their new shoe drop then the main event we want to talk to the coolest runner in the fartlek family but they were busy so instead rob is catching up with my mom Haley morgan <laughs> yep fur what else is on the show mate parkrun chat with ben and emma is back for the last time in series 10 find out where the cowl club cutest went this weekend Marvellous alliteration. Yeah. Matt and, and Matt is will hopefully be sailing back across the ocean after a rescue mission for, to save Statman John. Hopefully this is better 
He is better um, at international rescue than he is at hosting the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Otherwise, I will have to do it again. Definitely based on this, mate. Definitely. Have we got anything else happening? Then some series final, final roles. Final. Final finale. 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 <laughs> finale. Very good. Uh, you, you, your voice went a bit higher pitch then. Uh, it, it was almost like you're a lady there, Finn. It's like there's one lurking in the background. Tell, 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 tell her to shush. You can do this yourself. <laughs> then some final, final, final. I can't say it. Some finale roll calls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Finale calls. And thank you ahead of our summer showdown. Draw this e- do draw this evening live on Instagram. Very good. Well, what a, what an action patch we've got. And very well done. A little round of applause for Finn, by the way. Uh, how do how do you feel doing that? Definitely better than Matt, right? Yeah. Yeah, easy peasy, isn't it? I don't know why it makes it look so difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you what, why don't we get started then? Before we get to anything else, let's talk about our weeks in running. So um, you've had a bit of an interesting week, haven't you? Including uh, going and seeing a Fartlek family member last night. Tell me what you got up to last night, Finn. So we went to see Paul at Willerton Park for five miles. Yeah, yeah, good. And how, how was he getting on? It looked warm. Didn't look like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, he was enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah, he might be just put on put on a smile for you, might he? Uh, so what was it? What was it? Was it a club run? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of different club vests out there. Yeah. Good, good. And how about you? Have you had a chance to run this week? Did you do park run this week? Just got this weekend, just gone. Uh, no. No. What What was your most recent park run you've done? Uh. Woolerton. Woolerton. Oh, so the same place where you went to see Paul. Yeah. And what's that one like? Is it hilly or is it flat? It's very hilly. It's very hilly. And your mum's dragged you to a hilly one. What's she I've like? Finished. I've, I've finished before her, though. Well, there you go. That's all that matters, isn't it? Smoker at the end with a sprint finish. I like it. Good, good. And um, any any plans for other park runs coming up? Are we going to be seeing you soon? Uh, yeah, you're going to see me at the picnic. Yes. Oh, are you excited for the picnic? So that's on the 1st of July at Milton Keynes. How are you feeling about that one? Good. Good. What what, 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 what are you looking forward to most? What do you want to get up to? I've, I've still not come up with the games that we're going to be playing yet. What do you reckon? Park run. Park run? Yeah, get park run done. What about afterwards? We'll have the picnic. Should we, uh, should we get a football down there, play a bit of five-a-side? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say if there's anybody, Finn, that is uh, maybe thinking of coming along to the Fartlek family picnic that's not been to a Fartlek family meetup? Because you're a you're a pro now. You've been to loads of Fartlek family meetups. What would you what would you suggest to anybody listening who who might be thinking about coming along? Uh, just introduce yourselves, try your best, and enjoy it. Yeah, good man. Good advice. Good advice. And if there's any kids coming along. This is our this is our lead kid right here. So Finn will make you feel welcome. Finn will look after you, and Finn will take care of you. So no problem whatsoever, is there, mate? Yeah. Nah. Good. Right. Okay. So what are we doing next, mate? What's the, what was next on the agenda? We've talked about our weekend running. What are we doing now? Uh, 
we are uh, we're talking to my mum now. Yes, let's do it. Uh, do you want to give a little introduction before we get over to her? She's pretty, uh, she's pretty yeah. good runner, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you rec- What do you reckon to your mum running? Uh, she's really, really good, and she really pushes hard, and she deserves all the medals she's own. She owns, and she's right. she tries really hard. That's what she said. <laughs> you set yourself up there, Finn, and you didn't do it. Oh, you went full mat on us. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Very good. Well, listen. Yeah, you were talking about your mum, so that's fair enough. Right. OK. Should we get over there and have a chat with your mum? You have been an absolute diamond, mate. Thank you so much for joining me. Better than Matt. Easily. We'll have to get you back on a future show. And I cannot wait uh, to do part run with you uh, and Milton Keynes. All right. Thanks so much, dude. Let's Thank go over you. and have a chat to Haley. Yeah. Yeah. It is the last episode of Series 10, and a series finale deserves a series finale caliber guest. Today, I'm talking to family, a true OG who's been with us from the very start. And we will, of course, be talking about the power of the running community. But this story is about so much more. A running adventure that started back in 2017 and that flourished in lockdown, climaxing just a few months ago on the streets of London. A marathoner and a fundraiser with a huge focus on sharing her love for running with family. We're going to cover all of it, including quite aptly, as June is Pride Month, LGBTQ plus representation in running. And as a gay woman, her own journey with sexuality and acceptance of self. I am so excited to be chatting to my pal, Hayley runs here herself. Hayley Morgan, how are we doing? Good, thank you. And as always, that's a wonderful introduction. Oh, I wonderful. couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have not gone hard for you, could I? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like, yeah, that's your uh, signature, isn't it? Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love there it. There you go. Um, how are you? You all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Thank you so much for doing this. How's your day been so far? It's hot, isn't it? Oh, it's hot. And I, I, um, I swell up in the heat, so I'm just like an inflatable mess right now. Yeah, we're not we're not built for it, are we? It's not. It needs <laughs> it needs to bugger off. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's um, let, let's stay indoors and let's <laughs> let's spend the next half an hour or so uh, teaching people who might not know all about you a little bit more about you. So um, we've got loads to talk about. Let's go back to the start, like we always do. Always a good place to begin. Um, your running journey started back in about 2017, didn't it? Tell me a little bit about how you first got into running. Um, yeah, it was uh, 2016. I actually started thinking about running. Um, came out of quite a difficult kind of relationship where I just felt uh, rubbish about myself. Um, I'd put on weight after having Finlay, and you know, I still say that now. Um, <laughs> Still trying to lose baby weight 10 years later. Hey, um, Hayley, I say about my kids that I was never pregnant, so I don't know what my excuse is. <laughs> so, yeah, so I um, came out of quite a difficult relationship and um, had to kind of leave the, the family home. I think, again, you know, I know we're going to touch on the LGBTQ plus side of things, but it, I did the, the, the almost the stereotypical role of a male where you leave the family home. Um and had to pretty much start from scratch um and at that point 
um, yeah, felt rubbish about myself. And, and my mum kept saying, like, oh, you should try and do couch to 5K, try and do couch to 5K. And I was just like, God, you know, I've got enough on my plate now, hon. You know, <laughs> we've got enough going on. Um, the last thing I want to think about is dragging myself out and, and, and running. Um, but about three weeks later, um, some friends in a, in a in work office uh, were talking about this this weird and wonderful thing called the Great North Run, and I was like, "What is this that you talk of?" Um, and uh, they told me, you know, it's this half marathon, and you can you can sign up and and raise money for charity. And you know, I thought, what better way for, for me to you know bring some structure in after you know a relationship breakup and my mum you know saying do couch to 5k so that's what I did I signed up for Great North Run um incredibly naively um my older brother said to me at the time you like you do know like you're gonna have to train for that I was like sure um of course I know that um but I did you know I I I started really keen um basically more or less did the couch to 5k and at that point um I'd not I'd not really run um I used to be in the army um so I had a a, a baseline of, of fitness that you know I was kind of used to so it wasn't complete it wasn't a complete sort of foreign concept to lace up and, and get out um so yeah that that was my first sort of adventure really was the the run up to to Great North Run and um lost my lost my way a little bit in 2017 um at the start of 2017 through to about June really and then I thought actually you know I need to I need to to do something and um basically crammed it all into eight weeks like so incredibly naively um you know doing sort of like three or four miles you know um three or four mile runs and then I thought to myself well if it can get to eight miles and I can I can do the Great North yeah. Run, yeah, not a problem. Um, and so me and my mum, it was the year that Mo Farah did it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. Um, I'd never done a race. I had no experience of racing. My mum had never done a race. She she'd gone to the gym and she talked to me about Couch to Five K, but I think you know she hadn't actually done it herself. So I, I think that's why I was like, I'm not doing it if you're not doing it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so um, we got there. Um and. I went off to my like wave and um, my mum was like, I'll wait here for you. You know, at the start line, like we were so naive. We were just yeah. like, okay, then what happens? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, well, I'll run. And then, I, you know, I was there with like one cyst gel and I don't think any water and some headphones that were dangling all over the place. But I was so unprepared for it. Um, but I got to the finish line and my mum had managed to navigate um you know the route and 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 she was at the end and she was so emotional and I was so emotional that I got it finished and I think I did it in like 243 like I think that's what I like about myself is I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a back of the pack type type runner um and I got it done and I was just I didn't even care about the time like oh wait somebody times this like okay <laughs> but I had no idea um and I think that naivety is nice sometimes isn't it like yeah to, to have so you'd like um, you'd like it back in a way wouldn't you I think sure. that sometimes oh, now, now that everything's running you'd like yeah. it back yeah absolutely just just to think like actually it doesn't matter you don't need to start your your watch or 
you know not being tracked or whatever just to get to the end and I got this text message come through I was like oh mom look look, look they text you what time you've got and I'm like oh my god this is cool um so and she was just like hey 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 I saw Mo Farah saw Mo Farah and like she was like just she was I don't think I've ever seen her like that that excited about like a, a running race so that's where it started and then um I ran Derby 10 mile in the November of that year and then and then I just stopped mm. um I just stopped running that that was almost like yeah I've done that now like I'm good right okay so it was just kind of a let's move on to the next thing I'm not going to fall back into it and yeah, it, it, yeah. Did, did that stay that way up until lockdown yeah I would um again so naive I would sometimes just go out for a run um and I'd be like yeah well I ran Great North Run in in <laughs> so like my, my base level but my baseline fitness in 2019 should be minimum 13 miles surely mm-hmm. you know because yeah. I did that in, in you know <laughs> and it wasn't the case um surprisingly um so um yeah so I, I I did a little bit but I never really um never really did anything after that I didn't go to the gym I didn't I just again I think it was just that like it gave me some structure and it gave me some stability for a period of time and and again that's why I kind of started back up running because it gave mm. me some structure and some stability in in and some predictability in in some very unpredictable times um do you um do you think that because there's a lot of parallels between what you're talking about and kind of my time between the two parts of my life where, where I've run. After you'd got that stability back at that quite turbulent time, you know, trying to start again, trying to adjust to life away from a long term relationship, adjusting to being a mum as well. Running's obviously come in and played a big part in in helping with that. Did you find that once you got on an even keel, um, perhaps uh, perhaps when you met Emma, perhaps as you started to to get a little bit more comfortable, happy, dare I say, that for so, at that point running just it wasn't needed. Yeah, I I think that's absolutely right because um so the Derby Ten Mile was November 2017 and um I met Emma in April of the 2018. So it, it yeah. literally yeah it's just a few months away and and I think had I not have met Emma then probably I would have needed some sort of structure some sort some sort of stability yeah. um with things but you know hindsight's a fine thing and I, I wish I'd carried on because now I realise how important running is for me in terms of my mental health and well-being and I think you know that would have been better for me to carry on doing instead of just waiting for waiting for a pandemic yeah absolutely let's talk about the pandemic next then so you talk about the 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 positive benefits of running that it's had from a physical and both a mental perspective for you um that I am assuming from what you've just said manifests itself at a really difficult time um, around the world. Uh, how does running kind of reintroduce itself to you? Is it just a case of starting to get out in your, your 30 minutes outside of the house we were allowed in lockdown one and getting out for a bit of a run, a, head, a headspace clearer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm i always busy anyway. Like, I'm always doing something. I, I like to keep active. Um, so whether that's whether that's physically active or whether that's, you know, I don't know, popping out and doing just bits. I'm always doing something. So when lockdown then kind of came in and it was like, oh, you can't do that. And, and at that point, I literally, I started a new job 
on the 30th of March 2020 and they we weren't allowed to go out and, and do any visits or anything so I was at the time I was doing some advocacy work so I worked across the mental health hospitals um, across Nottingham um, and they kind of put a stopper on all the visits mostly because the hospitals didn't want people kind of coming in um, so we had to do lots of video calls and things like that so um, I'd um, Emma and I were due to get married. Um, we'd booked a date, which was going to be the May 2021. So there was a little bit of a motivator there in terms of like, I'd put a bit of weight back on. So I, I needed to lose that that weight. I didn't really want to be rolling down the aisle. Um, <laughs> it's never a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody at the end just kicking me down. <laughs> um, so and Emma's got a chronic health condition which meant that she had to isolate she had no choice um but to stay in and I just thought you know for the, for the sake of our relationship I thought I need to get out because I know that I can be difficult to live with at the best of times so if she hasn't got the option to to go out then it needed to be me so I just started doing some little runs um and I would do like a 5k um I didn't I didn't start up by doing couch 5k I literally just went out and just did 5k because um, you've got the 2017 Great North Run Baseline Fitness, haven't you? Because I could do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly it. So um, <laughs> I was running around in my medal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and after, a, after about three or four weeks, obviously, you start to see things improve and you're like, your body shape changes and your mental health and well-being feels a lot better. And, and at this point, I might add... After Great North Run in 2017, my mum was like, oh, my God, it's all my Farah. This is incredible. My mum carried on running. Um, <clears throat> so she then started road running. She didn't road run before. Um, she'd never road run. Um, she was more of a kind of gym treadmill. So mum had then taken up running. So and, and was 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 pretty advanced by the time we got to 2020, really. You know, she was um, she'd done her run leader course so she joined a club so um so when I then started to run and then obviously when things started to open up very very slightly with lockdown like you can meet somebody and you must you can run with them that was the time that I got to spend with my mum yeah. we would be like oh you know let's go for and it's funny actually because I had a Facebook memory come up literally yesterday from 2020 and me and my mum are like on a run together but she's like socially distant so she's like way behind me um and 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 we were yeah it was I think we did 15k that day um so we must have been able to go out and do something because my mum's a you know we absolutely stuck to stuck to the rules during Covid because my mum's a nurse so she was real like we've got we can we can do this we're allowed to do it mm. um so I think having my mum then having that common sort of interest and, and keeping, uh, you know, taking the opportunity to get out of the house because I could. And like Emma was stuck in the house for months. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know how she did it, but um, it's, she probably did it because I went out. But yeah. <laughs> she had a bit of a break. It was a different time, though, wasn't it? It was it was Crazy it's, it, 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 it's scary how I think we've almost forced ourselves to forget about it a little bit yeah it's because like trauma isn't it like yeah, we, we haven't yeah. like almost processed it it's yeah. so bizarre to think that we just like lived in such a time yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and that it was so restricted um uh, your running journey 
kicks on from there. And we'll just take a minute to mention your mum because she is an absolute legend, by the way. What what a superstar. And hopefully she's listening to hear this because we absolutely adore her. She's such an amazing runner and such an inspiration. And I know that she's had that impact and influence on you. Um, family is super important to you when it comes to, yeah. well, your life in general, but particularly your running journey. We'll talk about that little lad that just smashed the opening of the podcast in a minute. But um, talk to me about how that's then progressed in terms of running with your mum, because eventually you're going to go and run your first attempt at 26.2, aren't you? Yeah. Um, running probably saved the relationship that I had with with my mum. You know, I was I was a difficult um, teenager, um, young adult, made a lot of uh, difficult, well, unwise decisions. Mm-hmm. Um probably put her through way more than I ever want Finley to put me through <laughs> yeah. um so our, our relationship was always difficult but she was always there you know always and like I say she was there you know the breakdown of that that relationship that was really toxic she was there uh, constant and and my mum bought me my first pair of running shoes because she was just desperate for me to to do something that was for me um so in in lockdown when we got to to do those little things together before you know great north run we'd never ran together like she wasn't road running at that point she was just somebody that was at the gym so lockdown was our point where we actually started to run together um and yeah it was just it was it was really good and and we she was due to run great north run that year in 2020 maybe 2020 or 20 anyway um yeah, it must have been that year she was due to run Great North Run and she was so excited about it. Um, and because we'd had this memory of, of 2017, yeah. we just had such a good time. And I just thought, oh, God, she's so disappointed when they like called it off. They said we can't do it for obvious reasons. So I was like, OK, mum, like, what about if we sign up for a virtual half marathon then? And like, I'll train and I'll do it with you. And she was like, you'll do that. And I'm like yeah okay let's let's do that like that's what we'll do then so that's what we did and and that's where I think you know our adventures together kind of began and then we did um we did that half marathon we did it around Derby um Emma came out and and she kind of made sure that we had water and things like that because it was in September so it was pretty warm on the day actually I remember um and that was the first time that we'd run a half marathon together um and then after that, she, my mum was like, well, you know, what do you think about a marathon? I was like, I don't think so, mum. That's not ready for me. Um, that's a ridiculous idea. Don't um, we all say that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then I was, and then she was like, oh, I might sign up for the virtual London Marathon because I've not got in the ballot. And I was like, oh, well, if I couldn't let you do a half marathon on your own, I'm not going to be able to let you do a marathon on your own, am I? <laughs> So that was that, really. Um, we then started training for for a marathon together, and you know, I think it's I think it's amazing being able to do that training with my mom, like being able to get those long runs in because you you kind of get the opportunity to push push each other in a different way. Um, when you run with your friends, that's great, but there was one run that I was really struggling. And I had a right face on about it as well. I, you know, the world and 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 its mother knew that I was not happy on this race, uh, on this on this run. And she literally said to me, "I must have been like 35 at the time." And she's just like, "Haley, change your face, or I'll change it for you." <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, 
yeah, yeah. sorry mummy <laughs> and off we went um and then we did the virtual london marathon so we did that around derby and 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 that was amazing she had loads at this point you know she's built up her community and and they met us at different points as well and um they ran with us and and it was really overwhelming actually it was really nice that that people took their time to to run with us and 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 yeah just i guess guess just to say that I get to run a marathon with my mum is pretty incredible, you know, equally. Yeah. And uh, and that, of course, is not restricted to just the two generations. We've talked about a little chap that's, uh, that joined me earlier on. Uh, he is now your park run buddy. How important is yeah. it to you to, um, well, I, I guess I kind of, I've already got a bit of an inkling of what you're going to say based on the real positive words you just said about how that parent child relationship between you and your mum has been strengthened and solidified by that mutual love of running is is that something that you're trying to instill in Finn yeah I mean I want him to run because he wants to run um I found myself when I was running with my mum that you could have conversations that were non-confrontational because you're running side by side and it's not a face-to-face conversation so you say you can kind of say like this crap at the moment and I feel like shit about it and 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 you've not got to face that you know to watch somebody else's reaction on their face and so when we do park run together we talk like Finn and I we just talk and he will just tell me stuff that I don't think I was expecting to hear so like if he's had if he's thinking about something or if he'd like to do something or can we can we do can we do this mum like I've been thinking about it and I want to try that and whether or not it for him it takes that confrontation away a little bit of like me almost going "Mm, I'm not too sure about that or oh okay that's that's a good idea maybe we could do that Mm. um so that's what I love about it is that I can have conversations with him but equally he can have conversations with me so if, if we're having a if there's been a difficult time for whatever reason it's his outlet um, and that's what I want it to be for him is, is to have the opportunity for just me and him um, to, to, to talk. Um, I want him to enjoy it. He absolutely loves the Fartlet family. He absolutely loves, like, you know, just seeing Paul last night, like, I mean, he ended up giving giving Paul a hug. Like, he's always got a hug for me. That's what I love so much about Finley. He's, he's, he's always got a hug for, for anybody. He's not bothered. He'll, you know, he's got a lot of love to give, bless him. So I think I just want that. And I, what I want, I think probably my proudest moment of Finn was when we were doing part run around Mansfield. We were doing the Mansfield one. And we were just trotting along. And there was a, a lady... He'd probably be a similar age to my mum actually and she was kind of running and we were just about to overtake her and he was just like keep going you're doing absolutely amazing and I was just like he gets it he gets it yeah and because it doesn't matter and I think that's what the community like the running community shows him like he doesn't care if somebody's coming last he's there to cheer him in like he loves that he loves it seeing people you know come first and 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 you know from Mike Slack, for example, you know, he loves Mike. He's, he's yeah. and you know, he's just like, wow, it's amazing. But he's, but equally, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Mm. I think that's what I love. Like, that's what I want him to keep. I want him to cheer on absolutely everybody. 
that's what it's about and I, and I think for me we found a community where where we kind of fit and and everybody's just in it for each other doesn't matter doesn't matter what type of runner you are you're a runner like and he sees that and that's what I, that's the kind of attitude I want him to have yeah and he does fit he absolutely yeah. fits and he's a very valued part of our community and he's a good lad um you talk about feeling comfortable having a sense of belonging um being being comfortable in your own skin I guess um that's something that that is relevant for you as well isn't it I think we we've, we've spoken before and we wanted to talk about it on on this on the podcast as well we talk about representation in running you know you are of course a member of the wonderful rainbow the lgbtq plus community um mm. and and you've said before that it's not something that you've always been super comfortable with mm. um accepting that place in the world and who you are in whatever level of detail you're comfortable talking about tell me a little bit about that journey and i guess what i'm interested in is how running and community has, has helped a little bit with, with with finding that place and finding that little bit of self-love and acceptance yeah so um f- for me i guess there's still a 15 year old inside of me like that thinks that people are going to respond in a certain way when when i say that that i'm gay um because when I was 15 that was when I when I came out I I was one of I'm one of those people that always know it's not just like oh okay like you know I'm maybe I'm gay and I've I've realized that later in life like I knew that from a very young age um and it was incredibly difficult to navigate it was it was it was difficult for me because you know I was born in 1985 so you know 15 years on from there it was a little bit kind of I remember we did we didn't know yeah yeah we, we we don't know any 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 gay people we haven't got anybody gay that's in our family and it was it felt a little bit like you know there was we were going we to get like stones thrown at us you know as we walked down the street so it was very much to start with you don't tell anybody and it was a shame you know we we it, it was really difficult. It was difficult for me to for me to navigate as a fifteen year old, <clears throat> um, which is probably part of the reason why I ran off to the army. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I went, I joined the army, and um, was able to kind of be who I thought I needed to be because I didn't know how how do you how do you be gay? What do you need to do? Um, you know, like, and and at that point, I thought it was to have my hair cut short so that is absolutely what I did and and you know it broke my mum's heart I think like I literally was short back and sides you know mm. I went to a barber's mm. very very masculine you know in fact one time I was actually stopped um by a lady who asked me to go into the men's toilet to see if, <laughs> <laughs> yeah to see if her husband was was in there because he'd been a while I was just I didn't have it in me to say I'm not a man so I went into the men's <laughs> to look oh, for wow. husband. Um, so, so that's just that I just didn't have it in me to say like you know that that's who I am so um I think I didn't want to embarrass her either like mm. <laughs> at the time um so, so there's always been a, a, a negative with with my sexuality can can just sorry to, to jump in but just I, I know we were laughing then but it is a it is a serious conversation mm. a, a, a very serious subject and something that I know that that can't have been easy to come to terms with in in a weird way as much as 
when you look at it on reflection, you think I never should have felt this. Did you almost feel a sense of guilt in imposing who you were on the outside world because it was different? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, there was just this, there was just this shame that was around it, and 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 I felt this shame. And like I say, there's still parts of me that has that, and I think it's probably just for the way that I was perhaps treated whether that was at school um and that's probably why I keep my circle small and I choose who I who I spend my time with I choose who I trust um because ultimately I need to feel safe I need to feel safe with you I need I need you to make me feel like I belong here which I think is 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 the beauty of Fartlet family like literally nobody gives a shit they don't care (laughs) nobody cares um and I think, like, so, for example, I just changed jobs, like, a few months ago. And on my leaving meal out with my old work colleagues, that was the first time that I openly said to my manager, my wife. Wow. So it's still kind of... It's still there. It's still there. And I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't do that in my new job. I made a promise. I said, you know you've got to stop this it's not it's nothing it, you don't need to be ashamed of who you are and I'm not ashamed of who I am not ashamed of my wife you know she, she's incredible mm-hmm. um so I did on my very first day on my very first day I was probably quite you know out there but I, I was we were talking with my line manager at the time and I was like yeah my wife and and, and I was almost like waiting I was like my wife like why aren't you like frog marching me out the door like you mm-hmm. know and she just didn't care she was just like yeah, yeah okay like oh what's her name like, I was like Emma, yeah. you know yeah. and and you know there's lot there's there's things like that 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 now give me the confidence to talk I, th- I think conversations like this are so powerful and thank you for opening up and talking about it the word representation gets thrown about an awful lot but until you hear the stories of the people who don't feel represented and the impact that can have on them, you don't truly, I believe, understand why representation is so important. We need to make sure that the next generation of young gay men and women, of in the same way of young black men and women and um, young trans men, women, anybody, anybody who doesn't, who previous generations may not feel represented, We've got to make sure that that representation is there so that they have those those guardrails, those guidelines that you've talked about, just how toxic it can be when you don't have them. Yeah, for sure. And and for the people, I guess, that have, and now I'm at a point in my life where I guess I feel a little bit angry at myself that I've not represented myself. Like, why did I feel like that? Why did I feel ashamed? Do you know what I mean? And 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 there will be people like me that that are living, have lived with this element of shame, where they feel like they you know they they can't come out or that they can't be the person that 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 they want to be. And that's why we rely so much on on really strong allies. And and you know as part of the the running community, we have such strong allies. You know, it, just in the Fartlek family alone, you know, people like. Rachel Spicy, um, she's a huge ally, huge, and I almost feel like she's partly been my voice. 
Do you know what I mean? When I've not felt confident yeah. to kind of speak up, she's just like, no, this is the way that it, and, 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 and that's what I mean about the people that I choose to spend my time with. I need, sometimes I need those people to, when I might not have the confidence to, to, to say, I'd, I'd say I'm a lot more confident now than, you know, if you'd have met me 10 years ago, gosh, you know, I was a completely different person. Um, and I also have to think about the impact that that has then on on Finlay. Like, you know, he's a child who has two mummies. Um, so, you know, he's an, a, an IVF baby. He knows he's an IVF baby. Um, so like this coming weekend is, um, is Father's Day. And at Cubs, you know, they've got Father's Day crafts. And I'm like, mate, like, what do you want to do? And he's like, no, I think I'll give it a miss. I'll go sleep. At, I'll go around and go to granddad's instead. And I'm like, OK, you know, like, that's OK. Like, and give him that option. So we have to kind of re, re, reword things for him a little bit and think like, just because you haven't got a dad doesn't mean like that you can't celebrate the male role models in his life. And that's how we kind of frame it. But everybody yep. Father's Day. So he will be like, I don't have a dad. Yeah. Um, so I have to I, I have all that kind of going on as well, like not just about me. I'm just protecting him as well or trying to protect him, but showing him that. I think, again, you know, about this community, like it doesn't matter who you are. It really doesn't. And that's what he sees. He sees that, mm -hmm. you know, we come in all different shapes and sizes and we achieve lots and lots of different amazing, amazing things. And that's what he needs to see. And I think that's why it's important for for me that he joins us because he sees people like yourself Rob that are strong allies like he sees all of these people around us that are different shapes sizes it doesn't matter who they are whether they're whether they're part of the LGBTQ plus community or not but if you are it doesn't matter because you still belong and that's that's the, that's what that's what's important to me yeah here here and, and a call to arms to continue working on that uh, as well and thank you so much for sharing um before we uh we, we start thinking about wrapping up we cannot not talk about what happened in april um of, of this year you embarked on an epic mission of fundraising to tick off an absolute bucket list item um tell me about it oh gosh london what a day like Oh, it was just the most incredible day. I just had an absolute ball. Um, I think um, Derek got a picture of me at mile 24 and I'm literally like laughing. Um, I just had such an amazing day and, and I'd, I'd contacted um, the hospice that had looked after Emma's aunt just before she passed away. And I'd kept it completely to myself. Um, but I contacted them and to see whether or not they had any... any um, entries for, for London they got back and they said yeah but we do it as a ballot I said look you know this is this is who I am this is my story this is my reason this is my why um because although Emma's aunt was looked after also Emma's nan was also looked after by the same hospice so it had this huge connection and as a family you know we lost we lost Auntie Louise in um 2021 um so it's all still relatively raw mm. and it, it it means a lot to us as a family to to kind of raise money for the hospice for everything that they did and 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 so my London journey became about you know about not running for me it was never about me it was always about 
the hospice it was about raising money and raising awareness for for them because I'm one of those people I'm a bit of a fixer I like to fix things and one of the things that I've learned that you can't fix is grief um you know that we are we're a whole family that were grieving um so my next best thing was to, to raise awareness and, and raise money and so that's what we did and and we came up with lots of different ideas for that you know in terms of raising that money there were raffles there were bonus balls um but I think my my favourite had to be the memory miles. Um, so we did. Everybody could donate to a mile, basically, and they could do it for somebody they've loved, somebody they've lost or somebody that's just having a difficult time. Um, and so my aunt helped me make the ribbons um, and they were attached to my hydration vest um, on the day so that, you know, when it was when I was digging in um, and it was getting tough. I just had to remember that it wasn't for me. That mile was for somebody specific. Somebody had, had, had paid for that mile because they wanted me to remember somebody that they that they loved um, or that they'd lost or that they cared about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I went into London. I was having an amazing training block, incredible training block. And then I raced Cambridge Half Marathon at the start of March. and. I was running with um, Derek and I was having a great time. Um, but these pesky roads in, in England with their potholes have a lot to answer for. And I basically went into a pothole and my knee kind of jarred, um, which was the beginning of the injury journey for me. And I was just like, said to my coach at the time, like, Matthew, I just, I just need to get to the start line like just help me get to the start line and he absolutely did that like he toned everything down he made sure that it was you know and he had many many chats with me about you know it's okay we've still got this we can still do this um and I was running along and, and at mile 11 it just went and I was just like okay it is what it is this isn't about you this is about you know this is about everybody else you just need to finish now you got here you just need to finish so I did we just had an absolute ball I think I jumped uh, I bumped into Joe Hammond just before Tower Bridge so I got to run Tower Bridge with Joe which was amazing and and just seeing like just people on the route it was just oh it was just incredible it was just such an amazing day and I had my my brother-in-law managed to get a place with the hospice as well. And he literally went couch to marathon uh, and then came away with a sub four, which, wow. you know, nobody needs that kind of negativity. <laughs> no, he did incredible. We're so proud of him. And like my mother-in-law, my father-in-law was there. And um, Lauren, um, Emma's cousin, who's... It, Louise was 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 her mom um her and her husband came and and it just was London was special because of everything that that, that it was and I've kind of people say to me like oh would you do London again and I'm like no, no because it will never ever be as special as what it was like I can raise money for the hospice I can do that but to have to still be so raw for me to have Emma there, my mum there, Lauren, Louis, you know, my mother and father-in-law, like, just meant everything. My 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 brother-in-law who did, you know, couch to marathon, you know, for him to be on the same route, like, that will never be replicated and I'm fine with that. What I wouldn't hate to do is say yes to London again and for it not, I wouldn't want to dampen that amazing 
memory that I've got of it. The true definition of a bucket list item. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't yeah. need to it be done just, again, does yeah, it? It doesn't need to be done again. And I almost feel like, you know, like you're, you're handing over the baton. You just want somebody else to to just get that experience. Like I've had my, I've had mine. It's incredible. It was amazing for me. Um, obviously, I've come away with an injury that I've not been able to run since. So mm. um, that's not great. But um, yeah, every time I think about it or talk about it, you know, Finley goes to school. My mum's running London Marathon this weekend, and like, you know, that he he was coming. My teacher said good luck, and like, you know, it's just like little things like that. He was like, yeah. oh. It was yeah, very cool. Um, and of course, as we wrap up, we we normally finish by talking about what's next, what's in plan. I, I guess for you, it's just just get back to it, isn't it? It's get through this injury and 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 find some semblance of consistency and comfort. For sure, yeah. I mean, I um, I was supposed to be doing an ultra in October. Um, I realised literally two days ago that that I should start that training this week um, right. <laughs> so I and I felt a bit of a Larry letdown because I, I'd, I'd signed up with a, with a friend saying like oh we could do this ultra together um, and so I was putting it off putting it off putting it off um, so there will be an ultra before London I said there's no more marathons but there's absolutely more marathons um, you know my older brother rang me after London and he said look Hayley like when are you going to do something for you and I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you ran the virtual with mum. You ran Manchester with mum. You've run London for, for, for charity. For charity. Like, yeah, like next time, will you just do it for you? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it for me next time. So, yeah, so my eyes are, are, are peeled for a, a, a good race. Um, it, You know, I'm not rushing because yeah. there'll be plenty of races um you know that there's no point me rushing back and and then being out you know you've probably seen and, and heard that i go to the gym now um <laughs> you've repl- have, you took matt's membership off him put my name down for it either that or i uh, i i get on my knees and like crawl into the <laughs> dress dress as a tidy bear literally walk <laughs> uh, he's just a walking caricature of himself isn't he the idiot oh, um whatever comes next is going to come and, and and i think that to summarize what you were saying as cheesy and cliche as it sounds i think you've got to remember that if you're trying to look at the top of the mountain you're trying to find the top of it all the time you, you're going to miss the journey which is the best bit because um, yeah. the views on the way up are pretty special as well, aren't they? So listen, um, if anyone didn't follow you already, didn't know about you already, you are all over the gram, aren't you? And, and yeah. I'm sure always willing to, uh, DMs are always open to have a chat with people. Um, Hayley underscore runs underscore here, he says off the top of his head. That's me, yeah. Boom, look at that. That's professional. Um Anyone you want to say hello to, mention, shout out. We've got to shout Finn out again for that awesome intro. I mean, man. yeah, I mean, he's okay. I think I'll keep him. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, good egg. He's a legend. Um, I guess I, I want to say a huge thank you to you, Rob, for, for everything that, you know, you do for this community. It's it's incredible. Um, oh, makes me emotional. <laughs> oh, you'll start me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I appreciate you um yeah and um yeah i think you know i've made some amazing friendships um rape spicy um karen 
Laura, uh, just incredible people, you know. Paul, too, Paul, too many Paul, to mention. I mean, there. I mean, Paul's been incredible. You know, my I was my head was just up my ass a few months ago, and he just basically was on the end of the phone, and literally the next day was meeting me in the middle of nowhere for a coffee. Um, you know, the guy's just amazing. But yeah, there's just so many people that yeah I appreciate. But thank you for for letting me come on today and kind of talk. But yeah, um, just a huge thank you to you, Rob. Pleasure was all mine. Right, listen, uh, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to see you on the first of July, if not before. We're going to have an absolute party at the yeah. family, family picnic, picnic in Milton Keynes, and uh, looking forward to seeing you getting back on it, back fighting fit, and onto the next challenge. For sure. Thank you. Right then, guys. And after uh, an absolutely awesome chat with Hayley Morgan, I'm sure you're all going to agree, we're going to take a little bit of a breath. We're going to take a little bit of stock. We've got a Brucey bonus for you. Something extra special that we weren't expecting, um, but that Finley amazingly did lay out in the agenda at the top of the show, much better than Matt ever could. An old friend is joining us to talk about something very special that's happening in his world. Uh, so we're going to take a couple of minutes just to chat about it. I'm all on my own. The lads are still AWOL, uh, but I've got some company in the meantime. Uh, Ricky from Ultra is here. How are we doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Living the dream. It's too hot, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Finally, it's got it's cooled off a little bit. Um, managed to sit inside the house with the fan on most of the day, so... Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. Midday run didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not built for it, are we at all? No. But um, uh, let's, let, let's get straight into it, dude. Um, you've, Of course, you were with us. Last series, the series before time flies. It's been a little while since we've caught up and spoke, hasn't it? But um, but in that conversation, we learned all about your running journey. But we also learned about um, your role uh, within Ultra running um, and some of the big plans that they've got in the future. And so we wanted to get back on because there's some big things happening in that world and thought it might be a good thing to talk to some of our listeners through. Um, you've been over in Denver recently. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to and why you're uh, you're back with us today for a little chat? Yeah, it's it's been a you know, manic sort of three weeks. Um, so yeah, back end of uh, May, I went over to Denver for five days uh, with the rest of the tech reps from Europe and all the tech reps in the US and Canada. So we had a like a tech rep summit. Um, and yeah, we were looking at all the new product to come out for spring, summer 24. Um, the first one la- actually launched in October. Um, we've got a really exciting release coming out there. I won't say too much. Um, and yeah, obviously, you know, just to kind of brainstorm with the uh, rest of the tech reps, share our experiences, um, you know, see where the brand's going over the next sort of like 12 months in particular. Um, and uh, yeah, we, you know, we've got the experience of kind of running out in, uh, in Golden and Boulder as well during those two days. Uh, sorry, five days. Um, and yeah, it was tough going at altitude. Yeah, five and a half thousand feet above sea level. You could definitely feel it. And we ran Boulder 10K at the end of it um, as well. So it was, yeah, it was a fantastic five days uh, out in Denver. Um, yeah, despite missing the playoff final. Um, and <laughs> having to sit in a car parking lot watching Wednesday go up and going absolutely ballistic when, when they scored. <laughs> Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, brilliant. You know, it's great to kind of like, you know, speak to the rest of the team again, just see how one sort of going on. And um, yeah, definitely a, a feel good factor about the brand going forward over the next sort of 12 months. 
yeah, man, bucket list item, isn't it? Getting out there and doing doing those things and to be able to do it as part of your job as well. Absolutely awesome. So you talked a little bit about some of the things that are coming up in uh, in 2024 that you talked about over in Denver, but uh, let's not jump the gun and get to 2024 before 2023 is over. Um, Ultra have got a pretty big and exciting summer coming up in terms of uh, in terms of new products, uh, non more so than the Torrin 7 that's uh, out now or out imminently? Tell me a little yeah. bit about it. Yeah, so the Torrin 7's out now. It's It was released on the 1st of June. Um, anyone who follows our social media channels on the you know the American page or the European one uh, will have seen it um, out. We've, we've given it out to a few influencers who um, review shoes as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a big update for us, uh, the Torrin 7. Um, we've added uh, two millimetres more stack height or cushion into the shoe. Uh, but probably one of the, the key things, as, as well as the aesthetic looks, is we've actually dropped the price. Uh, we've dropped the price by £10, um, which is a big thing because um, originally you, the Torrin 6 came in at 140 and we've dropped it down to 130 So one thing you'll see with us going forward in the next 12 months is we're going to be very competitive with the price and we're going a lot more commercial. We're going to be a lot more uh, approachable as a brand. Uh, and the Torrin 7 is going to be the start of that. Um, as well you know aesthetically looks completely different uh more cushioning easier to kind of just just sort of to the word transitioning to but you know it's a lot more inviting for the consumer to go in uh, and yeah the fact we're kind of like holding the prices and or making them cheaper in this case um whilst everyone is kind of putting prices up or holding theirs is a is a big thing for us um so yeah that's that's out now it's it's uh yeah anyone who wants that sort of you know nice everyday neutral shoe for those everyday runs um you know, give it a go. I know the guys on the podcast have got some as well, so I'm sure you'll be getting some reviews soon. You'll be getting the paradigm next month yourself. Yeah, I was, I was about <laughs> to say all this excitement, and it is exciting. You very kindly gifted us um, a couple of pairs of shoes to have a go on and uh, and share with the followers, which we, which we absolutely will across social medias, chatting to all uh, about everything, and we can do some videos and that kind of thing. But you said one key word, though. You said the word neutral, so that completely scuppers me with my horrible gait. Um, so this, this is a neutral shoe, but the Paradigm Sevens are coming out soon um, as yeah. well, aren't they? Yeah, the Paradigm, the Paradigm's a brilliant support shoe, and you know, you, I know, I gave you a pair last. Yes, love the Sixes. Yeah, the Seven's going to be a little bit more of a niche update. There's not much, there's not a, a huge overall with it with the Paradigm Seven. The, the Five to the Six was a big update. The Six has done really well, so we've just kind of like ironed out a few things with the Paradigm Seven. Uh, ultimately, the the price stays the same. The weight, the weight actually drops by 25 grams, which oh, is huge. Uh, but we've kind of we, we wanted it to be very subtle changes. But putting it sort of side by side, it's the support shoe of the, uh, of the it's basically support version of the Torin. Uh, putting it bluntly, and uh, yeah, you'll be getting a pair of them. So I'm sure you can tell the viewers of them. So yeah, we've got we've got two nice updates for June, July, yeah. uh, going forward. Um, so I'm out on the road doing uh, test events and demo runs at retailers across the mate country. it never stops does it it never it stops mind. and uh, <laughs> never so stops. We, will, <laughs> we will we will hold our breath myself and my fellow support shoe runners until the paradigms drop but for the torrin uh, for the for those uh, neutral runners amongst us torrin seven post sounds like it's maybe a good shoe if you've been considering ultra considering the old zero drop considering maybe making the move across it feels like this might be a good one to start thinking about thinking about maybe giving it a go doesn't it yeah, and, you know, as we covered in the last, you know, kind of podcast, um, you know, we have enough stack height in the shoe now for you just to kind of 
transitioning to this there's 30 millimeters in the paradigm of the Torin. You know, we always level up in the forefoot to the heel. Um, it's not like being in a very low stack shoe. No. Uh, the guide reel that we have in the Torin hulls very, very well. Um, you know, I can tell you that not just from working vulture but also from working and running retail previously and, and seeing how it works on 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 people's uh, running gates as well um so yeah you know adding a little bit more stack to the shoes makes us a bit more approachable uh, as, as a brand for those people who haven't tried ultra because ultimately that's the that's the wider market those are the people we want to invite into the brand um as well we have a lot of ultra fans which is which is good but we want to again pull the wider market in so um yeah we have we have something in the range for, for everyone and that is the message, isn't it? That I think we, we talked a lot about expelling the myth of zero dropping um, when I was trying the Paradigm 6. It, it, it's not what I expected it to be. It feels a little bit different. Yeah. Of course it does. But you, you, body, you adjust to it really quickly and it's comfortable. It's comfortable. And yeah, yeah it, it's brilliant. Um, where can people go if they want to uh, check out a little bit more? Where's, where's the best place to find out more about these uh, this new range of shoes? Yeah, so I mean... Pop on the uh, Ultra website because ultimately all your stockists are on there. Um, we're in, you know, all the, you know, your, your big retailers across the country. So, you know, in Scotland, it will be, you know, your biggest chain will be run for it. In, in, in England, it's, you know, up and running and uh, runners needs as well. Um, runners need more down down the south in London, but we're, we're looking at going in tomorrow then. But honestly, uh, get on the Ultra on, on the website and, and have a look because there's a lot of brilliant independent shops there as well. Uh, you'll be surprised how many retails we're in. Um, always just give the retailer a call. Just just call ahead just to make sure that we that, that they've got it in stock. Some retailers stock different products. Most people most people ha- will have the, the Torrent and the Paradigm um, who stock Ultra because they're two of the uh, our um, you know, growing products within the range. Um, but yeah, but my advice would be to get on the Ultra website and uh, you know we have a store locator on there uh, that you Absolutely. can find. Yeah, absolute legend. And uh, you know that we love a competition here at What the Fartlek. So, uh, what do you reckon? Can we get maybe a pair to, to to sling out amongst the amongst the Fartlek family? Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, we we Amazing. can do that. We're, we're good for that. So yeah, I always ask. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we can definitely do that for you. Good man. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's just say to people to watch this space on the old social media we are doing our summer showdown launch event on ig live this evening if you're listening on thursday so we'll uh, we'll tell you more details about that competition and we'll get some on the social medias win yourself a new pair of the torin sevens um thanks so much mate always a pleasure Welcome. to catch up with you um hopefully we'll get a chance to catch up over the summer We'll get some uh, some collab stuff done. Uh, the lads are going to be talking all about the Torrin Sevens once they get them and get out for a run in them. And uh, yes, uh, keep doing great things, man. And hopefully get a bit of time to rest between all that jet setting. I'll try. Yeah, although it never stops. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Ricky. Cheers. And finally, and now we're into the bloody podcast. A familiar face is back with me. After so many wonderful guests, Carves has decided to show up. You all right? Yeah, sorry I'm low, mate. You know, things to do. But things able do. replacement, right? Absolutely. Able replacement's all around. How good was Finn in that opening segment? It was awesome. When does he start? Well, he, he demands... The problem, we, we had a bit of a salary negotiation issue. Apparently he wants more than three curly whirlies, which, was, which, was, which is Matt's annual salary, so... Um, we know we're not going to get as good a quality, but we're going to have to go back to bargain basement co-host, unfortunately. I think I need a pair rise, don't I? I'm still only on one curly whirly. <laughs> yeah, you're an apprentice. 
pay your dues, sir. Uh, and then we had Haley. What did you reckon, Haley? Oh yeah, absolute legend. Yeah. Oh gee, there's you know nothing that hasn't already been said in the groups already when we announced that she was coming on. Yeah, yeah love it a bit. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? And then spoke really well and uh, dead, dead proud of her. Uh, and then a little chat with our old pal Ricky. Have you got your uh, your shoes, your torrens? I have. Um, I've not taken them out for a spin yet because we're, we're going to do that together, I think, aren't we? Mm, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll do a little bit of a review of them. Uh, Matt's, uh, Matt's uh, here, actually. So uh, when we do eventually find him, speaking of that tiny little bugger, um, we'll have to let him know that he's got a package waiting for him. And speaking of packages, you see me doing some little segues. Yeah, you mentioned Matt then. I'd forgot he weren't here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's it's been nice. If I'm honest, it's been chilled, professional, um, mm, competent, yeah, succinct. I um, do miss him a little bit though. Polysyllabic. That's on his toilet paper word of the day. Um, but he's been off. He's been off trying to find someone who I do miss. Um, Statman John has been deserted for such a long time, and we set Matt with the task of finding him and and bringing him home um i'm hoping a week later that he should be done he should be here thing i mean we don't know where the deserted island was we don't know what adventures they've been on we've heard nothing from any of them it's been radio silence um but should we give them a call jp should we give them a call and um you'd be hoping that around about now he'd um around about now yeah you were bringing him but uh, he's gone rogue and decided to fall into the screen and since the scene instead um hello matt i found him i finally got a fucking found him have you right on cue um someone john hello uh, I just said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Statman John, that was quite an effeminate giggle. You all right? I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm coming. It's Joe's coming home. Oh, hey. I'm doing the helicopter in my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's enjoying that too much. Oh, he is. Chin up together, Statman John. <laughs> Oh, dear let, me, me. Uh, let me bring it down. I'm still on a high. Bloody hell, we had a journey, lads. Bloody hell. Well, what an adventure. What an adventure. Matt, Matt's actually come through for once. He's, we gave him a task and he's not fucked it up, which is impressive. Impressive. Yeah, and, and, oh, sorry, Matt, Matt, tell him, you called me dad earlier, didn't you? We were bonding. Lads. <laughs> we were bonding. <laughs> I mean, I won't, go, I won't go that far, start my job. No, it was you daddy. Have to tell him daddy, but I, I, I drew the line at that. Statman dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why he asked me to wear that dress, though. Mm, they, 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 they to bring my mum's dress with me. Your mum's dress? Yeah, for some reason. That were a bit weird. Why have you got your mum's dress? Oh, he just, just insisted. I got in touch with him. I just, he insisted that I brought it for some reason. Oh, yeah. Did you not think to maybe challenge that request? It's me in it, so you just went and stole a dress off your mum. Were you were you were you wearing the dress or was it? Just... I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm easily influenced. I'm not an influencer. I'm an influencer. What do you mean, Matt? It's you. So did you get a wig, some perfume, some high heels as well? Because you. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah, full, full hog, full hog. If I've got in some perfume right now, 
Chaps, chaps, we're going to ask this only once, and I'm not going to judge whatever the answer is. Did the tide come in? <laughs> no comment. No That's comment. It. Okay, so tell us your adventures. What happened? Well, how long have you got, lads? Let's light some uh, s'mores, as we call them. So uh, there I am, just fishing for some uh, crabs. And I see this tiny little figure dancing in the distance. So I think, well, this must be our welcome. So I dance back. And then it was him. It was Matt. Oh, the little fella. Oh, I just lifted up my top. Lucky the camera's not on. Um, so, yeah, so he came on. We were dancing, dancing together. And he said, right, I've got to take you home, lad. And I'll, I'll let you say the first bit of the story, Matt. You say the first bit. What was the first travel? That was the best one. Yep. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's too emotional. It's too emotional, start man, John. It's almost, it's almost like it didn't happen, and you have to improvise, Matt. <laughs> yeah, after after we danced and held hands, and we, 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 we I don't know what we did to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you are so shit. You are so shit. I'm sweating. I'm so hot. It's red hot in here. You, you uh, didn't even get to the bit where you're just awful. <laughs> no, it's all right, it's all right. I'll, I'll try to tell Matt. I've got other bits of the story you can tell, don't you worry, fella. So, little <laughs> don't, did we Don't know, tell him everything, though, Statman John, please. Uh, please don't interrupt me when I'm trying to save you. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> little did we know, the dance we were doing, the thump of our feet, actually brought Tom Hanks from under the sand. Naked. Amazing. What, a, what an actor. Yeah, man, he has uh, no penis, no vagina, it's just smooth. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a Ken doll. Yes, just like that. So anyway, he opened his mouth, he said, get in, lads, I'm going to swim over to France. So we did. In Tom Hanks' mouth? In his mouth, in his mouth. When we came out of the sea, Matt looked down in his pants. Tell him what you saw, tell him what you saw, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, go on, Matt, you pick up the story next. I don't know what I saw. I can't. I can't do it. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Just try. Just try and remember. A, a little tip for you, Mark. Think of something that happened next. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just you've got. He, every time he starts talking, yeah. don't just you, don't just listen and laugh. <laughs> Think about the next bit of the yep. story. Well, fucking loving this. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful, yeah. Brilliant. Have you got anything to say or are we going back to Statman John? I've literally sweated. <laughs> <laughs> it, it must have been quite hot inside Tom Hanks, to be fair. Right. Oh. Yeah. And he, uh, he looks down his pants. That impressive. I don't know why he didn't say, you're really a trunk, it was cold. That's fine. <laughs> He says, I can only drop you here. You've got to carry on. So that we did. We were walking, uh, went to a fish and chip shop. I got my sausage battered, my own personal sausage. That's how Matt's mum likes it. Um, then the next part of the story. Now I haven't thought this far ahead. Yes, I have. Then, <laughs> out in the distance, came the ant. Does anyone remember his name? Pick up for me, lads. Harold? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Harold the ant. Yeah. 
He was carrying a leaf. We both sat on it and we flew through the sky like Aladdin on the magic carpet. It was wonderful. Matt started crying. I pushed his head into my bosom and he felt better. I'm getting emotional thinking about it now. So, Matt, tell him what we ate. <laughs> we ate standard kebab, innit? It's always got to be a kebab when, when you and me. So, yeah, nice, nice, nice little kebab. Uh, and then we got rescued by. Um, Jack, Jack came along and rescued us. <laughs> the best you could do with absolutely, Jack. absolutely livid. He nearly ran off again. He nearly ran off on us. It was. Oh, I, had to, I had to drag it back, save him, because uh, yeah, Jack coming along and and scaring uh, scaring SMJ off was uh, yeah just horrible. Statman John, is that what actually happened? No, it was. SMJ, tell us what really happened. So Jack and I had a fist fight. He uh, he brought his dad along though, and I shook his dad's hand and I said, "Take this lad back with you. I don't want to see him again for a while." But also I said, well done on all your running, lads. You're doing well. So he went <clears> away. Then, talking of rests, along came Samuel Jackson. <gasps> Every damn day. Every damn day. That man is there to save us. He um, picked us up, put us in his jet, and we flew across the Pacific Ocean. Is that near France? No. no. Wait, so you're, flying, you're flying away from home. <laughs> Because he was like, I want to I wanna take you on a journey. So we said, go on, take us okay. with you. And then just as we were halfway over, he said, no, I don't want to actually. This story's going on a while. I'm going to take you directly to where? Where did you take us, mate? Where did you take us? Where did you land? He dropped us off, Australia. Dropped us off, Australia. He didn't actually drop us off, actually. He'd get us a paraglider to jump out of plane with. We both glided down, soaring, holding hands, kissing. Blowing kisses to each other. <laughs> We've made, <it. laughs> made it. And then we just rushed into, rushed into this cold chat and it ended. Where it finished. We finished right here. same paraglide kissing possibly on different paragliders blowing kisses leaving that out to people's imagination apparently um straight through my bedroom window straight onto this call it's ended there no more no more making up things uh, no more stories to tell <laughs> you just want this to be over don't you right matt matt uh, what the fuck somebody just called me and it's just it's your mum. She's jealous that you. <laughs> <laughs> She's not happy. No, it's Hollywood. They want him to write a screenplay. <laughs> they, they've heard that. They've thought, Jesus Christ, step aside, Stephen King. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a new king of the storytellers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was painful. And he's gone now. He's run off. Ashamed. Ashamed of what he's become. 
ashamed of what he's just subjected us to in the last 15 minutes. Um, SMJ, we're glad you're back, though. Thanks, lads. It's good to be back. I've got a great turn, as you can see. I'm just pressing it up against the camera here. Mm. Uh, fantastic Lovely. Turn. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, um, I'll tell you what, lads. That, um, that story, honestly, was shitter than I, uh, than I remembered it. <laughs> Which bits in particular were shitter than you remember, Statman John? Every time that young man spoke. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself, is he, poor lad? Um, but we're glad you're back off the deserted island. Now that you're back, SMJ, we've got a, a request. I don't know. Have you had access to all the latest podcasts and social media stuff from the last couple of weeks? Now I've got them lined up. Uh, to listen to on every streaming place possible and uh, mm-hmm. look forward to it. Okay, okay. So what you might not know, SMJ, then, because you've been out of the country, is uh, we're bringing back Make Matt Run. Summer Showdown starts on the 10th of July ahead of Series 11, starting on the something else of July, 14th, 15th, something like that, that week. So um, we need you. Fantastic. When you said something could happen, I honestly was about to jump out of this tree you're going to say that Ben and Emma have broken up, but oh, <laughs> you're going to make a yeah. beeline straight to our house. Yeah, some good news though. I'm excited. Some of the showdown. Can't remember my part in that, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> you're, that, that was your original role, Statman John. It's why we call you Statman John because since then you've actually done nothing to do with stats for the last two years. That made me chuckle, lad. That's true. Yeah, so I'll do the stats. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Um, we'd also like it if Lou would be, if you can, if one, I assume, I mean, are you going to be staying at Lou's house or are you staying with Matt now? I'm going to stay with Matt. Um, he's got me a little bed set up at the end of his, so I'll put him in that and I'll sleep with Donna. Ah, fair enough. That's understandable. <laughs> An upgrade for her. She might finally be satisfied sexually. Exactly. She definitely will. She already is. Finally. a bit harsh. Oh, hello. You're back. Yeah, so, sorry, we won't, we won't call him asking for a dress back, that's all. <laughs> well, you, I was going to say, it wasn't someone uh, calling to ask for that screenplay you've just written. No, no, obviously <laughs> 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 Just hold it out for that offer, hold it out for that offer. Oh, dear. Yeah, dear indeed. Um, so, Statman John, uh, in that case, I'll get in touch with Lou. Uh, I think Lou's going to help us coordinate everything. Um, SMJ? I know that you're the man in the know. You've got a lot of contacts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> to really make Summer Showdown sparkle, to really make it perfect, mm-hmm. any idea where Troy McNews and Tony Hannah Montana might be? They're in prison together. Oh. You know what mm. I, I, I knew that. I knew that... Um, I knew that Troy McNews had been caught doing some uh, some dodgy, putting some dodgy things up his nose. Um, and was I'll, in a uh, I'll tell you what, lad. I haven't seen you for a while. I've missed you. I'll go break him up. I'll do it now if you want. Yeah. Watch. Brilliant. Do you want to take Matt so that you can make the story better? No, never. never no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could just head over to Colombia or Peru or wherever I said he was when we last spoke about it, could you get those <laughs> two guys out? Because it'd be really good if we could get them back to give us the lowdown and the happy haps on what's happening with Summer Showdown on the old social medias as well. Fantastic. Will do. I'll tell you what, they've put on a bit of weight, but who's to judge? I'll go get them now. 
<laughs> right, Statman John, you get to it. Maybe, are you going to back on that paraglider that's definitely real? J-Long, J-Long, come on, give us a boogie back. Right, lads, I'm off. <laughs> Bye, Statman John. Bye. Like what just happened? A, I feel like I've been in a fight. <laughs> I'm still sweating. I've never seen you look more uncomfortable. I have never, and we've made you do some really awful stuff, and I've never seen you look that uncomfortable, Matthew. Uh, right, with that being said, guys, uh, Ben and Emma for Park Run? Yes, please. Yeah, it's a bit of normality would be really nice about now. Let's go get them. i tell you what, it's like musical bloody chairs this week, Matthew. You, they're in, they're out, they're in, they're out, they're shaking it all about. Like the okie okay. That's what I was implying. Thank you for finishing that off for me. Um, we've uh, we've lost calves. He's he's got some stuff to do for this record, this part of the recording. We're hoping he might suddenly appear on the uh, on the stream a little bit later, maybe in time for roll call. Um, but we we've gained. We've lost that man John as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Haley and Finn are gone, but we've gained some able and willing replacements because it wouldn't be an episode of the What the Fault podcast without some part run chat. Structure's been a little bit weird and all over the place this week, but let's bring it back to a little bit of stability, a little bit of normality, and a lot of Ben and Emma. Ben and Emma, how are we doing? Hello. Yeah, good. All right, guys. Yeah, sound, yeah. You too? Good. Yes, all donning oh, our t-shirts. Pushy boob that, guys. Pushy boob that. There we go. That's an advert. By the time this goes out. People are going, oh, actually, no, by the time this goes out audio, we might not have announced it. So people are going to be going like, what T-shirts? And you won't know because you can't see. Just keep your eyes on the socials throughout today and you'll find out. Mm, There Mm. we go. Um, But before we get to that, and we will talk a little bit about the tenuous link to why we've got, why we're sticking our boobs out on this camera uh, before we finish today. But first of all, we've got to talk partner, haven't we? Uh, This weekend... Of course, back on your travels, back in the UK. Tell us where you went to, Ben and Emma, and tell us what happened. Well, I mean, we could tell you where we went to, but we'll also be telling you where you went to as well. Well, when you, just, just to clarify, when you say where you went to, you mean you don't mean Matt, because that would involve going to Parkrun. No, I that be. No, yeah, but you don't come to one with anybody else. No. And when you yeah. do, you don't run um, but yeah, anyway, so this week we, our friend Alana um, from the northeast was down in Manchester for the weekend and she notified us of this a few months ago and she asked if we were going to be available to go and join her. Originally, Emma was down to work Saturday, gone, so um, it would have been an opportunity for me to go and do one that Emma's done that I haven't and it would have stopped me from, well, if I'd have gone and done it on my own. I'd have done one that Emma had and blah, blah, blah. But luckily, Emma managed to swap her shifts. So we were able to go meet Alana. And we weren't the only ones that went to meet her because we were joined by yourself and Sammy. Yep, we went. Was- very, very rare opportunity for Sammy and I to not only both attend a park run, but to both run a park run. So we had we had childcare on Saturday morning, which was very, very rare. My mum was in town. So, uh, so yeah, we came along. And uh, and, and we had another fart, like family familiar face. Oh, 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 oh that was oh. good alliteration. He loved, he loved it. He did, and and this guy's name is alliteration as well. If you think about it, it is. It's like a Marvel superhero name. It is. It's Mr. Chris Cousins. 
Um, recently joined the Parkrun Tourism bus. Um, mild manager reporter by day, crime fighting superhero by night. Correct. Um, and on a weekend, he jumps on the bus and he goes touring around to different parkruns now. Absolutely. So, we've, see, we've seen a good bit of Chris, haven't we, lately? And it's been great. He's really kind of thrown himself into the partner and stuff and the Farlight family stuff. And he's such a good bloke as well. So it's been really, really nice to, to spend a bit more time with him. Uh, but of course, we were in Withenshaw. Not Withenshaw, yeah. Withenshaw. I got really confused, which made the sat now plotting a little bit of a nightmare. Um, but once we got there, it was lovely, wasn't it? Emma, tell us all about it, man. Uh, <clears throat> pretty humid morning. Uh, mm. Yeah, you were only thinking it's not going to be that hot this one, but yeah, definitely turned out to be a sweaty one. But it's a bit of a bit of a cross country start on the grass. We all seem to be just like lined up. It's like how how is this going to go? Which way are we going? You've got little little cones down to let you know which way to go because it's got a really odd start. Rather than starting on the path, because a lot of it's on the path, so then goes up onto the trail. You kind of run across the path out onto the grass, round a tree, back onto the path. I'm assuming it's because they need to make the course a bit longer. Well, I mean, you say that, but if they just move the start further down further that down. path and the finish a bit further down the path, it could probably be a complete path start and finish. That's what we said on Honest Run. But as I also said, I say this a lot and go, why didn't they do the course like this? What do I know? <laughs> Tried to measure out a 5k in a park and make it work. No. So it was fine. Apparently when it's bloody, it's a bit of a nightmare. But yeah. So that's the only little weird little loop. And then it's two laps of the park. It is, yeah. We, uh, you do that loop, don't you, on the grass and around a big tree. And then you join the path back next to a big statue of... Come on, Rob, I told you. Oh, oh, oh. I told you, because we were running past that. It's a big statue of... Willie Nelson, no fuck, that's the singer. Um, <laughs> is it Nel? No, it's not Nelson. Come on. Well, I've told you about it at the time. You tell you tell me a lot of things, Ben. It was. Well, I did actually go when you said it. I went, oh, that's interesting, and then I kind of got on with my life. Well, you were <laughs> a bit shocked. I was a bit shocked. Well, when we ran past Wellington, it, Wellington. No, no, nearly. Come on, Lincoln. Rob. Well, I had the dog from EastEnders. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Come on, Rod. Oh, Rod. I don't know. Ah, bloody hell. H.G. Wells. Oliver Cromwell. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> it was Oliver Cromwell, Ben. Well, I was trying to say well enough times. Um, Crom on, Rob. That's Crom what on, I was. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so you join the path back past the Oliver Cromwell statue. You head down, and then all of a sudden it starts to turn to like compact. You like, let's go compact gravel. Um, and then you are on a field, and mm. you're running in the field. Um, and that was nice. It was all very flat. It was very dry because it had been so warm during the week. Uh, you cross over a little bridge at the end and you come back on on a, on a proper solid trail path. Um, there's the most enthusiastic. Well, he was extremely enthusiastic on the first lap. 
not so enthusiastic on the second lap. Yeah, not until you aggressively encouraged him to be more enthusiastic, Ben. Uh, well, I, it was very quiet as we were running towards him, so I gave him a shout as we were coming. I was like, can't hear you. So then that geed him up, that geed him up a bit, didn't it? He high-fived everybody. I mean, yeah, I think he tired himself out. He, he burnt yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was great on the first lap, wasn't he? And to be fair, once Ben gave him a bit of a G up, um, he did. We did hear him shouting behind us. It did seem to get him motivated because I think it, it can be difficult, can't it, when you're volunteering and yeah. you've got people like me and you, Ben. Like we were past, we we're like, this is flipping boss. Like this is this is what it's about. We love this. Let's get give him a high five. Let's give him a cheer. Let's thank him. Let's encourage him. But that's not everyone, you know. There's different reasons. There's people who don't, there's people who genuinely don't like that, who are like, are you taking the piss out of me? Or who maybe feel a bit uncomfortable with it. Or there's people who are just going so hard, they're blowing out their arse and they can't respond. So I think sometimes when you give that kind of call and answer kind of approach and you don't get the response that you hoped for, it can put you off sometimes, can't it? I mean, I've heard, I just don't stop talking, but I can see why for a lot of people it would be like, oh shit, do I need to like calm down a little bit? Because people look a bit pissed off at me, but I thought he was, I thought he was great. Yeah, everybody, everybody receives praise and um, cheering in different ways. So yeah, maybe he just gauged it and didn't get as much response in the first lap. So he toned it yeah. down for the second lap. Who knows? But uh, we loved it. So we cheered him back on. Um, so you go past him and you're running down the side of the main driveway into the park, which is a very big park, by the way. There seems mm. to be a in there and a lot going on. Um, and then you shoot off into a woodland bit, a little woodland, and it's proper muddy, barky, traily woodland stuff. And then you fly back out onto the tarmac and off you go around for a second lap. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we had it. it was great. It was flat as a pancake. Um, they did say at the start, if you're ever going to run a PB here, today is the day for it. And there were people flying around, but not us. We um, we all we all enjoyed our runs, didn't we? Nobody nobody went like the clappers. Everybody kind of stuck together in little groups. And... Well, I'll be honest, I found it harder than I was letting on. So... <laughs> ben, <laughs> just, just just for context, Ben was like, because Ben's on his comeback from injury, isn't he? So and also he's now on this. 5k app grind to try and get position bingo so he'd worked out a little clump of positions that he thought this time would get him and I think knowing what is a steady run for me well what should be a steady run for me (laughs) um would have got him there so let's grab Rob and we'll run together and it'll keep him from running off quicker and and we'll keep each other honest and we'll get round and he was like right let's just run 24 to 25 minutes and I was like yeah fine I haven't run all week so <laughs> I started and I got to kilometre three and I was like, and we went a bit fast because we did a 4.45 kilometre first. And then Ben went, I tell you what, I kind of, and I'm like, OK, 4.45, I can, at least I can slow down to five minute kilometres now. And Ben went, you know, it'd be dead good if we got all these in at 4.45. And I was like, yeah, that'd be boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were fine. You were fine. It was all right. We did it, didn't we? Yeah, he went 4.45, and then the next one he went like 4.47, and we weren't looking at our watch, we were just generally running, and the first three were all kind of very similar, so I said, well, let's just hold this pace then and get like five very evenly split kilometres, and it turned out that we ended up running a sub-24. We did. And we got around about, the. T- I said if we finished around about 24, 25, we'd be like 80th and a little bit higher, 
Um, and we were 80. I was 80th, was I? Was I 80th? Yes. Yeah, I was 79th. Yeah. I was 79th, but I didn't need 80. I needed a cluster of 80s, but not that one. But mm. we had a great run, and uh, you, you ably assisted me in just keeping it nice and steady and making it making it a nice, chatty run, pleasant run round. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And also, I got position bingo, so silver lining. <laughs> I couldn't even off swap you. Did you, get Did you get what Ben needed? No. Oh. No, if I'd got what Ben needed, I wouldn't be telling him. <laughs> I'd have purged my partner account and started again. <laughs> but so we ran together, and who did you run with then? I ran with Sammy and Chris. Um, set off chatting with Sammy and then got chatting to Chris, and then Sammy just kind of ran in front and set the pace. She might have been trying to run away from us. I'm not sure, but she didn't get away until the finish when she sprinted off like Matt. It's her signature move now. Mm. Not just like Matt, like that guy as well. Well, it's just, yeah. Maybe I didn't. I didn't sprint off. I wanted to sprint off. And then you were like, don't, oh, we don't overtake at Park Run. And then the woman in front was like, yeah, you don't overtake at Park Run. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking overtake you now, am I? Now you, now you've ganged up on me. It was like the final 400 metres and she was blowing out of her arse and we, we could easily... We could have, we could have moonwalked past her. <laughs> could have easily gone past her, but we were like, don't worry, we're not going to overtake you. And she was ben. like, Thank you. yeah, yeah. And there was nobody behind us anyway, so... Ben, we ben made that decision on, on behalf of us. <laughs> if you'd have got sprinting past I'd have just run past her and said, I'm sorry, it's that guy. It's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, can you stick around and take a photo of us afterwards, please? Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that happened. So yeah, Sammy did run off, but you guys had a good run, didn't you? Em? And then of course Alana came in um, a little bit after as well. And uh, what a sprint finish from Alana, by the way. Didn't know she had that in her. Jesus, she flew at the end, didn't she? I think did she, she think did. she had a, a PB on, but then I think a watch had like screwed her over a little bit. But even so, she she we're talking about going like the clappers. She put it in, didn't she? Fair play. She did fair play to her. Yeah, even though she ran her longest run. Maybe ever the day before when she ran mm. 15k. So um, yeah, she uh, she smashed it. Yeah. Uh, her friend as well, David. David. James. James. I'm Not telling. David James. <laughs> Just that's right. Wasn't David James? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Former right. England international goalkeeper David James was rocked up with a laugh at Park yeah. He was a nice guy. I reckon we should uh, have him as a bit of a keeper in the Farley family. Mm. Yeah, cajole him whether he wants to or not. He didn't get the, the link, David James Keeper. Anyway, um, so he was he was a lovely guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he ran really well as well. And then uh, and then what did we all do? We all clumped together at the finish, didn't we? Because we, uh, we had a job on our hands. And it, was, we, we, it, was, it was brilliant, we, wasn't it? It was, it was like, a, it was like, a, the, like Santa's elves. We were like a conveyor was, belt, weren't we? So normally I would put my name down to barcode scan and, go at a little bit of pace but I'm not that fit at the moment so I thought well what else can I do to help out when I finish my run and token sorting is one of them so I originally put me and M on the roster to token sort but then as I had all of you lot coming as well I thought well why should only two of us sort out 300 plus tokens why not get everybody involved so that was it we uh, we gathered the tokens as they were still coming through and we chucked them on the ground and we all huddled around and there we were sorting everything out ably Whistle the jaunty tune. We, 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 had, we had them in blocks of 10, and then everyone was then sorting them into numerical order. Then, of course, Ben was taking them and making sure they were in numerical order because he doesn't trust any of us. Um, and then we uh, put them all on the, on the string <laughs> and we gave it back. <laughs> it was my name on the goddamn roster. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm accountable for this. Yeah, exactly. Although, to be fair, Sammy went over and gave all your names and he added you all anyway, didn't he? So, yeah. apart from Alana, he didn't. It couldn't find Alana on the list. Yeah, that was a bit of a bone of contention, wasn't it? But Yeah, so so we were sat in a cafe, weren't we? And Alana's like, I haven't got a volunteer credit. And I saw him outside. So I said, leave it with me. I'll go and have a word. So that was it. I went up out to him and he, he kind of looked quite scared that I was approaching him. And I'm like, oh, mate, thanks for today. Great. We loved it. Thanks for letting us help out. Um, my mate hasn't got a volunteer credit come through yet, so I'm just wondering if you were okay to add her. He goes, yeah, we couldn't find her, we couldn't find her. I said, well, here you go, here's a park run barcode ID. Got my 5K app open and showed him, and he was he like looked a bit worried, but he, he took it down, and whether or not he did or didn't, I don't know. I'll have to check with Alana. But, you, know. you did everything you could, Ben, to facilitate the situation, didn't you? Um, but, yeah, it was great. It was a really nice day. And then we had, obviously, the cafe. I'll, I'll revert to you guys, because... If you're not a fan of the old plant, uh, the old non-plant-based stuff, it was a bit shit. Um, black coffee and a bag of salt and vinegar crisps for Hitchmo. Um, but the uh, but the food, but the butties look nice. How, what did you guys think? Because it was the cafe on site we went to, wasn't it? They they were all right. I mean, they basically had you could have crumpets or a tea cake or sausage or bacon sandwich. It was okay. I didn't even. I was worried that the sausage wasn't even cooked. But I ate it anyway. I mean, I'll risk it. Quite a large selection of cakes. We didn't have cake. Maybe we should have. They had a lot of cake. Uh, that looked pretty good, but not nothing vegan. No. She did say something like, uh, "I've not, I've not baked the vegan one yet, or I've not brought it out." And I thought, "You're not baking a vegan cake." Yeah. Just yeah. me. Yeah. I, I could have called a bluff, been like, "Show me the raw dough." <laughs> <laughs> She was like, she seemed a bit angry though. She was like a Cruella. No, what's that one in uh, Matilda? What's that? Mrs. Trunchbull? Trunchbull. Trunchbull. She was like the, the chef version of Trunchbull. So I, I was kind not, of. I hope she's not listening. I'm sure she's lovely. Um, but yes, cafe was yeah. uh, was mid. Cafe was mid. Um, but, but lovely place, lovely park run, free parking on site, free mm. to get to. Um, and just generally, I, I guess like the previous week, it's a summer one, like Market Bosworth. Go do it in the summer when the ground's hard. And yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's pretty easy to get to off the M60. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a track at all. Once once you got off the Ring Road, it was it was pretty good. Pretty pretty. It was like ten fifteen minutes, wasn't it? After Sammy put a foot down because you were late. Oh yeah, that was my fault because I can't I can't read a sat note. I just wanted 10 more minutes in bed. And then I was like, oh, shit, we're not getting here till five. So Sammy managed to, um, with her, she did the same thing at your uh, your, engage, your engagement um, part yes. run. Uh, where we weren't going to get there on time. And we had some pretty important stuff in our car for the for the, for the the um, <laughs> facilitation and execution of said plan. Um, and so, yeah, she, uh, yeah, she sped. Like, no, she didn't. Theoretically speaking, she, no, she didn't, didn't she break the law. St- Stuck to 70 miles an hour. She was just swearing at traffic lights, to be fair. <laughs> Convinced that they were that the traffic lights had it in for her. Like, they were a real... Like, the traffic lights have, like, sentient capabilities. Sometimes but, do. Definitely, they definitely mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So, anyway, that's Park Run. Uh, last one of the series. But uh, we're, I'm sure we'll do our standard thing that when we get into Season 11, Episode 1 in the middle of July, there'll be a little round robin of all your adventures uh in the interim period won't there so thank you as always ben and emma for your wonderful rundowns of part run uh I, people love them and they do and 
Uh, I think you guys tell a great story and you guys bounce off each other so well and such different characters on the podcast. And you've added a real extra dimension to it since we started doing that this series. And I'm dead, dead grateful that you continue to come on and share it and uh, that you're now such a big part of the core team. And yeah, let's just looking forward to you hearing more about your partner adventures and tagging along to some of them uh, in series 11. And I'm sure Matt's going to, no, he won't. Matt's not going to come. I don't know what I'm even talking about. Matt's going to come to any of them, is he? Uh, uh, I'm hopefully going next week. So we'll... that's because that that's because we're in a hotel in Manchester and you're my list. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of have to go. Um, Good. Or you can drive there and just stand and watch like you did at Polesbrook. Mm. Um, mm. But at least it's, it's it's the taking part. Well, no. It's, Taking part that counts, he won't be taking part. So it's the it's the yeah. being in the general vicinity that counts a bit. Um, okay, let's move on. We've got roll call to do, and uh, almost as if it was planned, uh, Carves is back. Hey, up, JP. Still on mute. I'm not on mute. I'm I'm here. I'm yeah. I'm bang on time. That's just what I make, am. Just making a dramatic entrance. You knew exactly That's what it. you were doing, weren't you, mate? Absolutely planned. Um, good. So we'll uh, we're gonna go we're gonna do a roll call, JP. If you want to get involved, um, oh. Matt, it's the last time in the series, so I presume you've come up with some awesome. No, I'm just gonna stand it again. Just... <sighs> go on then. I just want to play that one that I filmed. No, I don't. No. I don't. I don't ever want to see that again. If I'm honest, go on. I, I think to be fair, we promised a live rendition of the uh, the one that was on Instagram a cappella. Oh, I can't mm. remember. I can't remember. Oh, dear God. It. No, no thanks. Do something embarrassing and funny, Matt. No. Don't we know you'll be loving this thing right here? Oh, uh, oh, double L. <laughs> calling what? is right here. How does Ben know it better than you? That's it. Oh, uh, uh, double L. Calling is right here. Put my family, put their heads into the air, because if you don't care, then we don't, we don't care. care. This is so shit. <laughs> because you of know. you. You, why are you saying it like you're not the causal factor in being shit? Was like, it you oh, like, oh you know what? You know what? That, that that was going so well until you lot missed your cue then. Ugh. Absolutely unprofessional from you four. Useless. Useless. Can't all be like you, Dinky Durst. Carry on. <laughs> Dinky Durst. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely lost his train of thought now. He can't remember the words. What is it, 5, 10 or the big 26? And also a half or just chilling on Netflix. So where the hell are you at, fam? Back the hell up and shut the hell up while we roll this call up. Roll calling, 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 calling. What? There was a bit of sadness in your voice at the end there, Matt. Are you all right? <laughs> I'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got to come up with a new song for next series. So the state of execution begins now. Uh, I didn't get to do no roll calls last week. So I'm starting this week, if that's OK, guys. Uh, Jim, the law runs. Finally ran a PB in 2023. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, 5.02 for the 1,500 metres. Speedy Gonzalez. Well done, Jim. Good running, mate. Uh, ben, what's next? Uh, next up is Mr. Marco Del Wazio. Oh! Um, he is shouting out himself for doing some great parkrun photography. Now, he did He did message me about this on Saturday to uh, because he knows my purple sign antics and getting a good picture and the right picture. Well, he was put on the spot at his parkrun. Blaze, Blaze Castle, I think he went to. Uh, something like that. Um, he was put on the spot and asked to take a photo of this lady. Now, apparently there were two signs there. One of them had the name and just over to the other side, the other one said start on it. And she wanted both in the picture. 
Um, but he thought he was going to be cheeky and take the picture. But the one with the star on the left-hand side, he was going to cut the S off. So she's in the picture and she's got one sign on one side that says Blaze Castle. And then on the other side, it just says Tart. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of funny. Uh, Marco found it hilarious. He felt the need to, to voice message me straight after it and tell me all about it. And uh, I don't mind that, but I did call him a bit of a dick for doing it because he's ruined somebody's picture now. So, <laughs> so that is what Marco is shouting out. So uh, his great part before. I mean, well done, Marco, I guess. Uh, Emma, what's next? I've got one from Pete. Uh, I feel like he's got probably got some more hiding in here because he says, this is Lord of the Running, sorry, for anybody who doesn't know who Pete Marshall is. Everyone knows who Pete Marshall is. He said, me again, a big shout out to the speedster Jack for his epic pacing duties too. Um, yeah, so Jack paced Pete to a huge 5K PB. 17.03? Six. 1706. Yeah, got 1705. Pete got 1706. And I think one of Pete's mates was there as well. And he also ran. He came in just he got like 04, yeah. didn't he? Just in front of him. Yeah. Sub 17's yeah. on, Pete Marshall. No excuses now, mate. Gotta do it. Uh no. Matty, what's next? Uh Spice it, Spice on the Run, Rachel. Uh I would like to thank the amazing people who sent voice notes and kept my spirits up during the uh, ultra that she did. They know who they are. I love this community, 103%. That's a bit different, but yeah, I like it. Uh, loves it that much, uh, so thank you. And the uh, love our hands emoji. Mm, that was very um, literal description of that message, Mark. Good work. Uh, and that brings us nicely on to JP, because I think this is a good one for you to do, isn't it, seeing as how you sent it in? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure I was going to make it today, so I, I sent uh, something to remind myself of my, my little lily pad doing a first ever park run. So she's done a few juniors, but actually she's done a 5K one. So she set the bar now. That's it. She's a runner. Nice. Cheers to you, Lil. Good work. Absolutely amazing. And yeah, now you've got to keep dad company on all of them. So you don't know what you've set yourself up for there. Uh, Right, back round to me. Doug, Doug Witness, Witness the Fitness, Douglas, the man who hates aftershocks, got back to sub-20 at Parkrun. First time since 2016. Douglas, Uncle Doug. Pretty good, mate. Massive. Well done. Absolutely massive. massive. Didn't finish massive. seventh there. Didn't finish seventh. You can't have it all. Uh, ben, who's next? Uh, next up is Be Happy Runner, and she is shouting herself out for smashing her 5K PB by a minute. Uh, she's bloody proud of herself for sticking with the plan, and we're proud of you too, Be, because uh, beating a 5K PB by a minute is a massive chunk. And just while I'm on the subject of 5Ks, uh, JP, has Lily got the 5K app downloaded yet? She's just about got a phone, Ben, if I'm honest. So, you know, <laughs> I'm monitoring that quite closely. <laughs> Responsible dad. <laughs> make, sure, make sure she gets the 5K app, please. Thank you. Get her oh, 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 there's going to be a very uncomfortable conversation next time Ben visits your house with him and a child. So, <laughs> <laughs> path of least resistance for everybody. Just get us download it. Um, Emma? I've got a few from Laura, which is Mrs. Blackwell 84. She smashed week one of her marathon training plan. Amazing. Uh, she wants to shout out everyone who did the rainbow run, looked amazing and was gutted to miss it. And she also says a big well done to Pete Marshall for his part run PB and to Jack for pacing. 
Another oh. shout out for Pete and Jack. Absolutely brilliant. Well done to you as well, Laura. And yeah, I'm sure there's a, I think there's more in there for the uh, the Rasselbock uh, We Are Fearless collab that happened at the weekend, but well deserved it. Like an absolutely incredible time and really happy to have seen so much Firelight family representation there as well. Uh, Matty, what's next? Uh, we've got Rebecca Green, 7187. Uh, I ran four-ish miles trying to complete a running bingo. Wow. I don't know what that is, but well done. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, if you like running bingos, Rebecca, you'll be glad that you signed up to the old uh, Make Matt Run Most Miles Win Summer Showdown. Coming soon! Because we'll probably have a bit of that for you as well. Uh, JP, what's next? I'm going to jump into um, Runner Man Steve. Um, so it's a long road. Wait, no, that's what he said. Oh, I don't know. Go on, sorry. That was anyway, yeah, so it's a longer than usual roll call message. So a shout out to Control Alt Delee for smashing the Tromso half. And you've got to say that in a nice Nor- uh, Norwegian Arctic Circle accent. Tromso? Oh, I was, I was yeah. trying to do Tromso half? Oh, that's like big sum of blowout. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is a little bit. <laughs> you hoo! Family! Family! <laughs> I think he's Swedish, isn't he? Not Norwegian. I think, I think we might have found our song for, for the new roll call. I think Spice will be loving that. She, she always says that, apparently. I saw a story the other day. I was going to say, why are you sat outside her house again? Go on. What's next? Anyway, and also shouting out the Paul Fit Ultra Runner for obligating the wall ultra and looking like he could easily do it again when he finished. Boom, orange, and then two carrots. Do we think that he meant obliterating, not obligating? <laughs> I'm just reading it exactly what it says. <laughs> uh, Steve, can you please clarify, was he obligating or obliterating that wall, please? Because one doesn't make sense, but well done. And thank you, Steve, uh, for messaging as well. Is it back round to moi? Uh, it more is, but pe- genuine, genuinely, that wasn't a mark. That's what it said. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you can read. Um <laughs> Uh, massive well done to all the Rasselbot runners and supporters. What a day. There we go, Pete. Summarised it quite well. We'll just leave that there. Uh, ben? Uh, I feel like we've got quite a few from this one. Chunky Girl Runs. Um, she's got three in here. So, first of all, she ran a half marathon at Sherwood Pines, uh, the Rainbow Run, I guess, and she PB'd by nine minutes. Nice. Um, so- and then she is also giving a massive shout-out to Pete, who smashed that run. He was incredible. Um, and then it's cut this bit off at the bottom. Even stop to. Oh, oh. Uh, go on, go on. You do the next one, and I'll go find it because it finished okay, off on the DMs. So, shall we just make it up? Stop to have no. a. No. No. So, so we'll come back to that one. Uh, uh, other one is finally the rest of the Fartlight gang for doing amazing. Leonie, Amy, David, Nick, and Karen. Um. So she's shouting out everyone at the Rainbow Run, really. But I really want to know what she, what Pete stopped for. Uh, I, I, I just got a flashback the then. DMs. If we're talking about Rasselbog and stop two, you know when you got injured, Matt? Do you remember that in January when you stopped to have a poo when you <laughs> did your car? It wasn't a I didn't do a rope, all right? <laughs> hey, hang on. Uh, it might be even stop to have a poo. <laughs> We're making, we're making fun of Matt. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Don't, don't bring it was. me into it. He's, he smashed that run. He was incredible. Even stopped to have a poo and didn't wash his hands. Even stopped to check if I was all right when he passed me, which was so lovely. And to Chris, and I forget who else was there, sorry. So no, no poo. Okay. No. Emma. That's it then. I'm sorry we've ruined the story. <laughs> no, you're not. Emma. What's <laughs> Um, who's next? Matty? 
No, it's Em. Emma. That's why I said Emma. Who's next? I didn't listen to you. I don't. I tend to. Oh fuck off, Ben. <laughs> well, we've now got Jack Penfold running. Uh, yeah. As said, I want to give a massive shout out to Pete. Saturday, he ran a new 5k P of 17.06. Then he drove up to Sheffield before smashing out a 50k Rasselbock. He also wants to shout out Rachel for getting her 100k under her belt at this year's Race to the King. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I've, I've obviously done Race to the King, so I know how hard it was. So she's done incredible. She's done incredible. And it, I, I couldn't believe it was a year since I did it. So. Um, so well done to her because I remember she was there at the start line last year gutted that she got injured and she couldn't do it and she said I'm coming back I'm going to do this I'm going to do this and she's waited and she's done it and she did amazing so well done Rach she's, she's a bit of an ultra machine isn't she 100 miles next Rach no pressure um, Matthew what's next uh, we've got Rob Corns weirdness uh, weirdness he's shouting out brothers uh, Andy Bradley uh and I take it on race one of the Fab Four series on Wednesday, a warm four-miler. Yeah, awesome running. And I know Brad is the, he's, he's, he's good in for that sub-40 uh, 10K as well. I keep seeing in stories that he's trying to attempt that. So uh, it's coming, mate. I can see it coming. So uh, keep keep on trucking, mate. You'll, you'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah, a uh, big shout-out to Rob and to Andy. Um, uh, I've had a bit of a chat with Andy recently. Uh, just, just keep on going, mate. You're doing fine. We've got you back if you need us. Uh, JP, who's next? It's Haley underscore runs underscore here. Oh, bloody hell, she's she's just here too much, isn't she? Really, I mean, she bit, is. bit bit overkill, Haley. Really, isn't it? It's not all about you, mate. <laughs> and we've already kind of done this anyway, but it's a big shout out to all the Rasselbot crew. You all did amazing. They did all do amazing. Brilliant. And so uh, did Haley. Brilliant. <laughs> and, then, and then Matt, <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> who's who's this? Who's this last one on this page from? It's from Kira. It's from Kira Ann. <laughs> Kira Ann. Kira Ann. It's not. It's from Kira attempts to run. He says, uh, completed the Carlian five miler. Was 20 years of the Carlian club. Uh, it was so warm, though. Yeah, it's absolutely dreadful out there. And then it's so well done for getting out and for running. And then, Ben, we've got one more from Mark Dixon. Do you want to finish us off? That's what she said. That is what she said. Christ, this is a big one. That's also what she said. Wee. That's yeah. never what she says. Um, it's huge. Um, so Mark has put Marky runs on coffee. He has sent a big message in saying hi. I don't know if I'm late to do a shout out for this season, but thought I might was might as well try. I wanted to shout out a fair few people, and sorry for this being long. That's not what he said. Um, um, he's since going through personal stuff. I wanted to thank Leone, Ed, and Rosie for their support. Also, the Manchester cheer squad, especially Rob, Sam, Matt, Donna, JP and Polly for making me feel so welcomed. Also, again, thank you to Rob, who I messaged him about Make Matt Run, took the time to check if I was OK. Uh, and also, last but not least, big thanks to Paul McWhirter, McPauley, who is one of the greatest human beings. Yes, he is. Uh, I would not be part of the Fartlet community if it wasn't for him. I'm happy to call him my friend. And also, thanks to the community, you are the best. Oh, thanks, thanks for taking the time to write that, Mark. And, um, yeah, thanks, Mark. And, and, and you, you know what? You're just bitter because he didn't name you in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, <was laughs> I can see it on your, I can see it on your face. <laughs> Damn it, Mark. You're dead to me, Mark. 
Um, <laughs> no, it was nice. It was nice, wasn't it? And I think um, the thing that do you know what? I'm really glad you pitched that the way you pitched it, Ben, at the end, because Paulie is such an unsung hero of this team, isn't he? Oh, he's amazing. Like, like he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's in the background, isn't he? He does all the website stuff. He does a lot of dirty jobs for us. He, yeah. But he's also one of those people. I don't know anyone as consistent and dependable as Paul. Paul, like clockwork, checks in on everybody. It must take so much time out of his day. But, you know, when everyone talks about, like, you know, check on your mates, ask people how the week's going, you know, combat mental health. Paul lives and breathes that. Like, he's always touching base. He's always making sure his friends are okay. And it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that Mark feels that way about him because that and he's not the only person that would have that experience without Paul. And, uh, yeah, we love him to bits, don't we? And well-deserved praise. Here, here. What a guy. Love him. Love him. Saw him last night. Loved it. Oh, uh, he was. Was he volunteering? Yeah, he was on uh, car park marshal duties last night at the local South Yorkshire relay event that we were all at. Yeah. How uh, was? How was it, Ben? Quickly. Seems as I were uh, only forty minutes in. Amazing, amazing, and brutal at the same time. It's three and a half miles. You've got two flattish miles, and then you've got three quarters of a mile up a ridiculous hill. Mm. Uh, and then three quarters of a mile down. But there's hundreds of teams. I think there was maybe two or three hundred teams last night, each oh. with multiple members in, starting a beautiful little village. And the weather turned out glorious. And it's run every year and it's brilliant. And the same teams win it every single year. We know that. But you don't go to win. You just go to have a great time and meet all the other people from the other clubs. And you do. You just spend three quarters of the night chatting and the rest of it blowing out the backside. Yeah. And, and are you feeling all right? Did, did, did the body hold up okay? Yeah, I, I, I said to myself, just be sensible. I shouldn't probably have run it, uh, but I said, if I do do it, I'm just going to hold back. And so I did. I started at the back of the start pack uh, and I paced it pretty well for once. And for the first time ever, I managed to run the whole of the hill without feeling like I was dying. Uh, and then it was the downhill that I got worried about. I had to take it because that's where the impact comes through. So even though it looks quite fast on Strava, it would, I could have gone faster if I wasn't conscious of the impact that I was putting through. So, But, yeah, it was lovely. Great event. And uh, it was great to see so many people there. Lots of Bartlett family there. Alistair, Lisa, Mazza was there. Tall Matt Taylor was there. Um, yeah, I'm sure there were others there who I might have missed. But brilliant. The, the, good, old, the good old Yorkshire Derbyshire contingent. You should do it next year, Rob. I'm not in a club, am I? Got to be a club runner, haven't you? Yeah, I thought you were signed up to Striders still. No, not since COVID. Get signing back up, come on. Yes, get involved. Uh, I will. Uh, and just a quick one to finish off roll call. I just want to say a quick thank you to Amy. So um, is it Amy likes to run Amy Harrison? So um, uh, Amy sent me a very, very nice message uh, to me and Sammy a couple of days ago, um, completely out of the blue. She'd been listening to small episodes of the podcast and she'd come across me talking about Harry and his autism diagnosis. And um, she just sent a very, very kind message at a time when, when we absolutely needed it. So I just want to say a huge, huge thank you. I won't go into it, but I want to say thank you. But I also thought it'd be a nice segue into uh, just 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 giving a little bit of shameless self-promotion. Uh, if you can't get enough of hearing my dulcet tones um, uh, over the next four weeks, you're thinking, what am I going to do without Rob bleating with no one listening uh, or wanting to listen to him for two hours a week? Um, you may have seen that uh, a previous guest, uh, Simone of Rawson Runners, um, has started her own podcast and it's specifically focused around neurodivergence and autism. 
um, and she was very, very kind to ask me to come on and talk about Harry and my experience, uh, our experience in life with Harry's diagnosis uh, and his journey with autism and also how running is a big part of our lives um, and how Harry's getting into running. So that's out on the 9th of July. So if you want to hear me talking about something a little bit different, um, tune into that one. It was a really good chat and I really enjoyed it. I'm dead grateful uh, to Simone for, for, for letting me let me harp on uh, on my little soapbox for a while. Um, thank yous. Uh, Matty, you can do them this week. Go on. Go on, TD. Fire off. Fire off. First of all, thank you to uh, Finlay for joining us and, and being an awesome uh, co-host to, to Rob. You did an awesome job. Well done to you. Uh, thank you to Hayley coming on, sharing her story. An awesome chat. And I loved I loved, I loved Farlight family chats. They're the best ones, I feel. Um, so a great chat there. Uh, thank you to Statman John for coming back and having me uh, be a part of his journey. Uh, thank you to you. <laughs> Jeez. Nobody deserves being thanked for that clusterfuck of a segment. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, thank you to Rich from Ultra coming on. Tell uh, us a little bit more about the, sho- the, sho- the shoes and his brand. Uh, thank you to you, Rob. Awesome, awesome host as always. Uh, doing an amazing job. Thanks to you, JP. Uh, sorting out this nonsense that we do every week. Uh, putting all that out, sorting the guests. Uh, thank you to you too, Ben and Emma sharing your stories, partner adventures and all that good stuff. Uh, great stuff. Uh, thank you to all the guys behind the scenes. So you just mentioned Paul before. Uh, does an amazing job on the website and all that stuff. Uh, thank you to the newsletter guys. Uh, we've got Nick Finney, Claire Forsyth, uh, Jamie. Jamie Denham, and, and, that's, it. and that's it. You've done it. Paul, Paul is the fourth one, Paul, but you've always yes, had Paul. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Sammy and Joe and everybody else behind the scenes as well. Awesome stuff that they do. And I think that's about it. That's pretty good, Matt. Don't matter. Thank you to you. That was the best you've ever done, that. Yeah, well done, mate. You so, miss thanking maybe... Jack, though, for saving you from Statman John. Yeah, okay. maybe. It, it, it turns out that um, threatening Matt's position on the podcast by replacing with an actual child is the tipping point to make him start paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I, I do want to thank Jack. He's he's, he's set me up for uh, the, the, the training plan. He's been helping me with the speed session. So yeah, thank you to Jack for helping me with all that. He's a good egg, isn't he? And he's doing loads of good stuff in the social medias and uh, got a lot on his plate at the minute. And we love you too, Jackie. So um, yeah, we love you lots and and uh, and thank you for everything you do for the podcast. Um, Emma, where can people find us if they want to learn more about this crazy little gang we call the Fartlek family? They can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music and Google Music. We've got a website, uh, whatthefartlet.com. You can also listen to us through there. You can find out a bit more about what we do. And we've got an email if you want to get in touch. That is whatthefartletpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and some of us are banned from going into the email account, aren't we, Matthew? Uh, I thought he'd frozen for a second there. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, like a deer in headlights, wasn't he? Yeah, we're, yeah, we are. We've we've discovered that Matt, just just for the benefit of the listeners, not this will surprise anyone. Matt has got a tendency to go into the podcast inbox, open up messages that are important and probably need some kind of action, replying to engagement, maybe people wanting to be guests, companies that want to work with us, a whole number of different reasons. Uh, He reads them because he's a snoopy, nosy little bastard and then does nothing with that information. 
nothing. He doesn't mark it as unread. He doesn't tell me that he's read it. He certainly doesn't reply or engage in any way, shape or form. He just leaves them in the inbox for me to go, why is there a red message on top of all those spam messages that are still unread that he's not deleted or read or looked at or done anything with? So you are on a ban from the inbox, Matthew Taylor. Okay. Okay. Quick, uh, Matt. Matt, think of a story why that happened on the spot. Yeah, Quick. on the spot. Go on, Matt. What happened? How did how did it work? Well, what it, what it were, I was I was searching for the inbox and I clicked on that message and all of a sudden this bat flew past me and I just had to chase it and my phone got left behind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he learned to improvise. I mean, it was a four out of ten at best. But if better ever, if you had heard what had happened an hour ago on this podcast, that was practically Shakespeare. <laughs> oh dearie me, well done, Matt. Um, oh God, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, ben, uh, why do people need to uh, be on Instagram at eight o'clock tonight? Uh, because we will be doing something very special, something we haven't done for a few years. Something we are all representing in this uh, recording that you cannot see yet. Um, we will be drawing the teams for this year's Make Matt Run Challenge or Summer Showdown. Um, and five captains, we're all here and we're going to be drawing teams. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get all the really high mileage people and you lot are going to get the, the non-runners and the injured people. And uh, I'm going to go smash it with my team. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it, really. So tune in them versus fighting words uh yeah <laughs> summer showdown starts 160 people officially signed up we are closing the entries now um there's going to be 32 people per team it's going to be an absolute riot do tune in if you are signed up make sure you're on instagram live tonight eight o'clock following the podcast account because we're gonna it's gonna be chaos uh i'm not sure how we're gonna do it yet but we are going to uh, to draw the team and we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it ready for that launching on the 10th of july my mum's birthday um and that i think is about it a little round robin of the old personals ben where can people find you if they want to give you a follow on the old instagram i am at sheffield underscore strider emma what about you i was very loud uh, I am at <laughs> Matty Owls. What about you, Matt? Uh, I am at Matty Owls. How about you, JP? I am at jp.runsfree. How about you, Robert? Why are we all talking like robots? Um, I'm <laughs> at little runner boy Rob. Um, we, we all just tried to out-robot each other then, didn't we? That was good. Um, so that's it. That's it. We're done. Um, only thing... Stop doing the robot! Okay. Um, Oh, you're all doing it now, except for Emma. Emma's like, I'm not getting involved in this nonsense. Um, last things to just say, uh, Farley Family Picnic, that's going to happen between series, so last chance to plug that. We're going to be there. We're going to have a good time. We're at Will and Lake in Milton Keynes on the 1st of July, apart from JP, bless him, he can't be there. Um, but the rest of us are going to be there. This is our opportunity to, sometimes people feel like they can't come to these because they've got kids, that maybe the, the kids won't be welcome. We hope we've never given that impression anyway, but this is an event specifically um, to say, bring your kids along. If you've not got kids, come along and hang out with us who have got kids and share that horrible experience. Only joking, it's going to be a riot. Um, we're going to do a park run. Uh, we're going to do a picnic. We're going to play some fun games afterwards. I even believe a couple of the guys are going to watch the Lionesses play in Milton Keynes that afternoon. I'm not quite sure if that's an open invitation or someone's just told me something privately that I've now offered out to everybody else. But um, <laughs> the Lionesses are playing in Milton Keynes that afternoon. So that might be a good one to round out the day. Uh, and we're going to be doing that. So drop us a DM on the old socials, like Emma explained, uh, if you do want to come along or want a bit more information. And that 
is just about us done for Series 10. Thank you very much for all our guests. Thank you very much to all my amazing team, who I could not do this without. You're all amazing. And thank you, most importantly, to you, our Fartlek family. You continue to amaze us every single step of the way. Every time we get a little bit down, it gets a little bit arduous, it gets a little bit hard work, you remind us why we do it. Uh, those little posts in the group chats, those little word maps that you do, those telling us what you liked about certain episodes, um, being invested, dedicated, committed to what we're trying to achieve as a community makes, I, I know I speak on behalf of Ben, of Emma, of JP, of Martin, of our entire team. You make it worth it and you give us our reason to do it and we love doing it and we cannot wait to come back and kick on with Series 11 and the Summer Showdown. May your runs, as always, continue to be wonderful. Uh, be excellent to each other, man. Be kind or fuck off and we will see you in the middle of July. Has anyone got anything funny to see us out? A proper end of Series 10 massive funny one. Matt, do something hilarious. It's just a standard caca, isn't it? Caca! Matt, Matt. Change your face or I'm going to change it for you. Yeah, Matt.